Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. All right. All right. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast in primetime. It's premium, primetime podcasting. You know exactly what it is. My name is Shaman Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Jake Lamotta of podcasting, a.k.a. the white Bobby Womack. And this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast in prime time. We record these and put them out ASAP. That's another P. Um, For the best of the best fans, um, you know exactly what it is. Let's just jump into it. So, Tristan Thompson of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Khloe Kardashian's baby daddy, who we already know is a wild fucking cowboy, just got caught cheating with Kylie Jenner's best friend, Jordan Woods. Apparently, a couple of days ago, there was a little party. Kylie Jenner's best friend, Jordan Woods, who I think is 20, was at this party. I don't know where the fuck Khloe Kardashian was. Uh, but apparently Tristan and Jordan Woods connected and hooked up and freaked off or something in that area of freaking off. Um, and Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson have broken up. Uh, I mean, I don't know when these fucking girls are going. This is, this is crazy. 
let me let me interrupt myself because Jordan Woods is like their family. She's like another sister. She's been she's been a glomer on her, a hanger on her to the Kardashian Jenners since she was a little kid. These they grew up together. And and Tristan Thompson, you are no good, nasty, low down, dirty motherfucker. But we already knew this, Chloe Kardashian, you dumb fuck you. We knew this. Duke was caught on videotape freaking off in the club. Duke was caught on videotape bringing in a bad jump off into the hotel. Yet you let him back in. I do not feel bad for you. When will you fucking guys learn? They don't give a fuck about you. Got my man Kanye West, 40 pounds overweight. Apparently, Kim Kardashian is mad at Kanye West because he's walking around looking crazy on the yard. She wants him to, him to wear man spanks. He won't wear it. My prediction for Khloe Kardashian is that by the time the NBA playoffs start, which I think happens in May, maybe the end of April, I don't fact check. You know this. I don't fact check. I could easily uh, pause this, get on my computer, and check the date of the NBA playoffs. But it's somewhere around May, maybe April. Um, Khloe Kardashian will be with another NBA dude by the time the NBA playoffs start. Now, I don't know who uh, and which young gun, because the, the, the young guns are like, it's just wrecked to them. It is just wrecked to them. It's like, y'all, I'm going to knock that down. They like hanging around them. It's like being around a celebrity to these young players. These girls are getting older. I mean, uh, Kim, uh, the other one, and Chloe, they're getting up there in age. They've been, they've been thugging, freaking off, doing all this shit for years now. It's not like it's just a, a two, three-year thing. This has been going on year after year after year. Tristan Thompson is obviously about that life. He don't give a fuck about Chloe uh, Kardashian. He don't give a fuck. Lamar, we know how that went down. I, I, I don't know what it is. Is it the Kardashian curse? Is the pussy just not good? I, I don't know. Is it too much pressure? Are you too nagging? What is it? It, it could just be that the pussy's not that good. I, I'm saying that low because my wife's in the other room. She don't, she don't like me to talk like that. She, she don't like me to say those kinds of things. But, but listen, I'm a disruptor. Okay. People listening to the show, you're disruptors. Even if you don't act out like me, we're disruptors. Shout out to all the disruptors out there, okay? Shout out to all you guys. Continue disrupting. Continue talking shit. Continue asking questions, okay? Continue speaking loud. And if people have opinions you don't like, continue telling them to eat three dicks. That's my mantra. As I told you on the last I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, I am now a shaman. I took a 90-minute online course. Um, so if you see me, uh, you know, Dingo, Champ, Shaman Rappaport, all three of those things I answer to. If you see me on the street today, I say, uh, yeah, Shaman Rappaport, or a hey, shaman. I just, Yo, what's up? I answer to that because I am now a shaman. Uh, but the Kardashian curse continues to eat up everything in its path, including themselves. Um, but rest assured, do not feel bad for Chloe. She will be back on the saddle, pun intended. 
she would be back on the NBA saddle or back in the NBA saddle by the time playoffs come around. Mark my fucking word. I'm thinking Joel Embiid might get a piece of something. That's my prediction. Joel Embiid might be the next guy. Now, who do you think she's going to wind up with? But how ill would Joel Embiid be like, yo, fuck it. Fuck it. My point guard, Ben Simmons, he's with uh, Kendall. I know the whole NBA has run through. Chloe, fuck it. Yo, I'm from Africa. This is some new wild shit. Whatever. I'm going to knock that down for a little while. Just don't seed it up. Okay, you can knock it down, but don't seed it up. Seed it up means pregnant. Don't 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 get her pregnant. Cause then you're gonna wind up doing the same shit Tristan did, and you're gonna wind up fucking the mom or something to get out of it. Cause that, that he he had to know he was gonna get caught. He was just like, fuck it, I want out. He didn't think he was gonna not get caught. Maybe he did. I don't know. He's Canadian. He's he's Jamaican, Canadian, he's 28. He's got a $90 million contract. He could barely shoot a basketball. Okay? He's just... You know what, Trist? I'm not even mad at him. He's like a pig and shit. He's like, yo, I got a $90 million contract. I won a championship on one of the most iconic basketball teams ever with LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Fuck it. Fuck it. These are my cards. I'm throwing them on the table. Not that mad at him. Not that fucking mad at him. But I think Joel Embiid is next in line. Yo, so I told you guys this once. I'm telling you again. March 14th, Oxnard. March 14th. I am going to be performing live in Oxnard at Oxnard Levity Live, the comedy club out there. All right? And then the 21st. I am going to be performing at the Ontario in Ontario, California. I'm going to be performing in Ontario, California at the Ontario Improv. Come see me. Tickets are still available for both shows. March 14th at Oxnard Levity Live. And uh, the following Thursday, March 21st, a day after my birthday at the Ontario Improv in Ontario, California. Holler at me. I don't have the links in front of me. But it's Oxnard Levity Live on the 14th, uh, Ontario Improv on the 21st. The more rapper pack, the merrier. The more disruptors in the audience, the merrier. I love it when I see uh, people that listen to the podcast at the shows, shout me out, talk shit, know some of the references that I, I, I uh, my, my, my little vernacular, my linguistics, uh, some of the I Am Rapport stereo podcast verbiage. So come to them shows if you're around in Oxnard on the 14th, um, Oxnard, California, and uh, Ontario, California on March 21st. So as you know, uh, we record these podcasts and put them out, boom, ASAP. Um, so Juicy Jesse Somiele, I don't know how to fucking say this guy's name, J- J- Jesse Somiele, that's, that's not that, that's for wine. This is Samuelaire, Sam, Sam, whatever the fuck. Jesse Samuelet. As of recording this, I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast in primetime. Juicy Jesse is officially a suspect. He has been named officially a suspect in this 
big bullshit conundrum of lies, fuckboy nonsense, poorly planned, poorly rehearsed, poorly thought out. The only reason why he did this, I seriously think when I think back to this, uh, um, the only reason why he did this is for that moment when he performed on stage just days after the attack, literally three days after the attack, maybe it was four days after the alleged attack, that wasn't even an attack, he had a show, I think it was in Los Angeles, or it might have been in Chicago, you know that I don't fact check, I'm not fact checking that. And in the show, uh, uh, in between songs, I don't know if it, it, Duke had an album out. I don't know if he does covers. Maybe he got his own. I don't know nothing about Duke. I didn't know anything about. I don't watch Empire. I mean, I've perused it. I've seen it. Taraji's my people. Terrence Howard is my people. But I don't fuck with the show like consistently like that. Um, but but in between songs, when he was explaining what happened in the made up attack. At the end of it, he said, I'm the gay Tupac. I think this whole thing was set up just so he could get on stage with an excuse to call himself the gay fucking Tupac. Police are saying now that he most likely sent himself the letters, the threat letters, because that's how this whole thing got started. He got these letters uh, that were sent to Fox uh, um, security and all that stuff where we're going to get you N-word Empire, N-word, this is MAGA country, Empire, F-word. And so these were threat letters. And then Fox Security offered him actual security, bodyguards. He, he said, no, he doesn't want that. And then, then two days later, boom. But this this dude is so buck wild. And, and I got a, a handful of requests from people on social media and some emails uh, that I Willie Hutch him for a third time. I, I can't do it. I, I, I can't Willie Hutch this fucking lunatic, Juicy Jesse Somyan Lair for the third time. I, I don't know what more I can say. You, you all know that I predicted that it was a dick suck gone wrong. I was, I was absolutely off about that. You know, we could all sit here and make predictions. I was wrong. It was not a dick suck gone wrong. I, I've been tracking this fucking story from day one, and I am proud of myself. Fucking proud of myself. Got to give it to, all credit to my wife because she, as soon as it happened, she said, no, 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 no. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to Willie Hutch this fuck for the third time. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. It might happen, but I'm not going to Willie Hutch him right now. Um, I will say this in all seriousness. I hope this guy doesn't do something to himself. Um, all these people, um, all the uh, Kamala Harris and, and this one and that one and every single actor and actress and showbiz, they were all like, pray, pray for Jesse, pray for Jesse. In all seriousness, they should be uh, putting out pray for Jesse tweets now because he's going to go to jail. He, his career is over. I just hope uh, that he doesn't do something to himself. I, I don't even want to say it um, because as, as much of a fuck up and as irresponsible as I think this, this guy is, you know, he has to be considered a true blue sick fuck. That's that's totally real. So I, I will say uh, uh, that people now, if you're going to have prayers uh, uh, for Jesse, now's the time. Because homeboy, it, it, I'm telling you, you just get the feeling that this is not going to end well. Um, and you don't want that for anybody, especially a, a young man um, who, who's obviously sick. 
he's obviously a, a, like a, a, like the true essence of a sick fuck moving himself right into uh, the, the mix of sick fuck of uh, the year for 2019. That's, that's hands down. Uh, speaking of sick fucks, later on in this primetime premium uh, podcast, we are going to uh, do some, some new true blue sick fucks of the week. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. So this whole Meek Mill thing that we talked about on the last Iron Rapport Stereo podcast... You know, uh, uh, so many people were so upset that I called him trash. And, and I said uh, on the last episode that I shouldn't use that word trash because he's not like Little Xan or one of these like mumbo. Ju- he's not my taste. And I think he's overrated, but uh, he's certainly not trash. He's made some good songs. Um, and that's why I walked back that that comment. And then, you know, you heard that Meek Mill tweeted back at me. He used the picture uh, the selfie that I posted of myself with Meek Mill, which was kind of making fun of it while it was all going on. Anyway, the reaction from people, um, as you as you can imagine, and, and that was uh, predictable, is it goes into some other level uh, that makes me realize that it's good that I, I put that out there because we, we get to get to have a conversation and, and, and peel back the layers of the the sick, uh, racist, twisted bullshit that goes on um it goes without saying when i'm speaking to you guys premium primetime podcast uh uh listeners you you know how i get down the good the bad the in between the shit talking um but one thing one thing uh, uh, i could say for myself is that when it comes to uh, all things hip-hop it comes from the bottom of my heart uh, 99.9% of the time when I'm talking about hip-hop, it's big-upping somebody who doesn't get the big-ups. It's celebrating somebody who means a lot to me. It's interviewing somebody that means a lot to me. It's shouting out somebody uh, on their birthday that uh, a lot of so-called fans have forgotten about. Um, the Tribe Doc. all the sh- Yo, my, my, I don't have to explain where my heart and my pedigree is with hip-hop. This this whole Meek Mill shit and even the way he used the words um, and then other people saying uh, you you can't speak on our culture, meaning black culture. Um, you're getting too comfortable speaking on our culture. You're getting too comfortable speaking on all things black. And, and I was I was thinking about that part of it. And the thing that really bothers me about that is that. You know, if you listen to the podcast, I think you have an understanding of how I grew up and the type of people I grew up around. And and I'm not saying that in any kind of tough guy way. Like, I, I grew up around black people since I was young, from basketball uh, to hip-hop uh, to the G. Moody factor to, to my other friends. Um, I was exposed to that, and it, and it was a huge blessing. And and the reality of it is, is if you grew up around like that and you grew up around um, that environment since you're 12 years old, you get comfortable in that environment. And, and as far as I'm concerned, that's a great thing. That's a fantastic thing. That's a blessing. If we were all more comfortable in foreign environments, if we were all more comfortable being around people we're not used to being around, if we were all more comfortable being around people that are not like us, and I'm talking about Americans, I'm talking about white people being around black people, black people being around white people, uh, everybody being around Spanish people, we could even go as far Asian people, Indian people. We, we all are different. We all deserve to be treated equally. Yes. 
But we're different. We have different cultures. We speak differently. We act differently in our homes. I mean, there's no set rules, but that's just the reality. This nonsense about uh, uh, some people say, I'm colorblind. I don't see color. Bullshit. I don't see gender. So you mean to tell me when you're talking to a woman, you're not aware that you're talking to a woman? You mean to tell me if you're talking to an Asian dude, you're not aware that you're talking to an Asian dude? Get the fuck out of here. Now, I'm not saying this is the focal point of the conversation or of, or of who you're dealing with. But we're different. And that's fantastic. And we should all be treated equally and this, with the same respect. But this whole idea, of course, hip-hop is spawned from black culture. But if I could give love and make documentaries and celebrate and admire and uh, uh, bring attention to and all the positive shit that I do about hip-hop from the bottom of my heart because I'm just a fan. If I say somebody's whack, my opinion is not unvalidated because I'm white and this ain't our culture and you shouldn't speak on it. The sooner that we are all more comfortable around each other, Good, bad, or indifferent, the sooner we're able to step on each other's toes and it doesn't become a fucking race war, the better. I know I'm in the fucking minority. I know the way I grew up and what I was exposed to is the minority. And, and I, I'm not going to look at it like I'm patting myself on the back or anything like that. You, you don't have to have you know, grown up the way I, I grew up with to be comfortable and to be an open-minded, a fair-thinking person. I'm just speaking for myself, but this whole idea like, yo, you can't speak on our culture. Get the, that's why I start going, I've seen this. I've done this. I've been around this fuck out of here because when, when this whole, you're invited to the barbecue, when you shout out rock Kim on his 50th birthday, you're invited to the barbecue for being in a Talib Kweli video. You're invited to the barbecue for being in a Jay-Z video. You're invited to the barbecue for being on a master ace record. But then when you say Meek Mill is trash, fuck you. You're not invited to the barbecue. Don't speak on our culture. Get the fuck out of here, man. Again, I shouldn't have said uh, he's trash because he's not a trash rapper. But it, but it opened up a conversation beyond uh, him and beyond what I said. And it's discouraging to me that motherfuckers think that um, you, you should be nervous and uncomfortable around them. And you shouldn't speak on something. I don't believe that. What is football? What is baseball? What is basketball? Can a black person not speak on hockey? Can black people not speak on golf or only Tiger Woods, tennis or only Serena Williams? I mean, it just goes on and on and on and it's a slippery slope and I don't fuck with it. I don't I don't I don't support it. I don't acknowledge it. So I'm going to continue to talk my shit. And I'm not one of these people. I've said this before on the podcast. Either. I'm not one of these people who says I have no regrets. I regret saying that. And I regret that it got back to him because I know he probably felt bad. Like, yo, what the fuck is this this guy doing saying I'm trash? I'm not trash. Just like I would say, yo, your podcast is trash. Suck my dick. What the fuck are you talking? So whatever. So it was what it was. I should have used different words. And when I thought about it, I was thinking about the All-Star game as a whole. I was thinking about the NBA Saturday night, the dunk contest, his performance, which it's it's like there was there were sound issues that a lot of people were complaining about. And I'm not a big fan, but he's definitely not trash. But that, that's not the point where I'm bringing it up again. I'm bringing it up again because I just think that it's some real bullshit that race gets thrown into it as soon as me, Michael Rappaport, the gringo man dingo, 
The white chocolatito says something that you don't like. Then I shouldn't speak on it. But if I'm kicking knowledge and saying something you like, oh, you get the barbecue. I don't want the motherfucking barbecue invite. No matter what I say, fuck your barbecue. That's why as a performer, uh, like when, when, it, when it comes to like uh, being criticized, when it comes to uh, people saying you're great or review coming in of a show saying that was great or review coming in for a show that was says that was bad. I, I, I really, truly, I don't pay it any mind. Of course, you want to listen to both sides. I read them both. I'm not one of these people who doesn't read both, but I take it all with a grain of salt because I know at this point in my career, yo, this podcast was dope. I know the last podcast was dope. I know the last Willie Hutch was dope because I had something to say. I know certain television uh, shows that I've gotten to work in or certain movies I gotten to work in, they're good. You know, I, I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And I know when they're whack. I know when a subject or a topic or a joke doesn't land on this I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. But you keep, you got to be honest with yourself. You got to be, in, in show business, people ask me this, young people, you got to be your biggest critic and your biggest fan. When it comes to any sort of like, like belief in yourself, uh, any sort of artistic endeavor, you have to be your biggest critic and, and your biggest fan. Because at the end of the day, it's just you. It really is just you. And in, in show business, in, in my business, yo, you're going to have times that the ebbs and flows, the good movies, the bad movies, the, the, the good uh, stand-up comedy performances and the bad. You got to be honest with yourself on all of it and, and don't get, you know, waver on both. I don't know how I got into that. But, um, Miles, let me get the sick fuck of the week theme music. This is an award that is earned, not given. Earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. Oh, sick She's really fucking sick, man. She's fucking whack. Why? Make him stop. You smell like a sick fuck. You look like a sick that fuck. That supposed to be on a plane, you sick what are you, fuck what, you. What are you doing? Hey, man, leave that chicken alone. Leave the chicken alone. Well, what are you doing to the chicken? That doesn't belong in a chicken. Yes, that is the 2019 remixed, reimagined, sick fuck of the week theme music. Oh, yes. So good. So, so glorious. Uh, I don't need to explain the rules. Everybody listening knows exactly what the sick fuck of the week segment is all about. So I will just jump right into it. I want to give a shout out to everybody Sending all the sick fuck of the week suggestions. Of course, the sick fuck of the week whisperer. Um, you have to get a special shout out because you are just dedicated. Uh, OG Paul Wall, dedicated. Um, some of the other people who I don't know your names that DM me, that email us, dedicated to it. Um, but the sick fuck of the week whisperer, he really, he's diligent uh, uh, and he digs. He digs in the crates. D-I-T-C or D-I-T-C sick fuck of the week crate. So it's digging in the sick fuck of the week crates. Anyway, let's get to it. A really sick fuck of the week Coast Guard officer. A Coast Guard officer. United States of America Coast Guard officer. This sick fuck is a lieutenant. They're keeping this prick uh, uh, under wraps. His name is Christopher Hassan. 
I'm not saying his last name right because I'm saying it with like a Hassan. It's H-A-S-S-O-N. So it may be Hassan. Christopher Hassan, 49, who worked as an accusations officer for the U.S. Coast Guard in D.C., was arrested a few days ago on weapons, drug charges, and a subsequent investigation discovered this sick fuck's desire to carry out a terrorist attack. He said he's dreaming of a way to kill almost every last person on the earth. They found so many guns. Guns, guns, rifles. Fucker had swords. He had handguns, all sorts, bullets, all sorts of shit. Thank God this sick fuck was caught. He's never seen the light of day. He sent uh, letters to neo-Nazi leaders and all this shit. This is a U.S. Coast Guard lieutenant who's never getting out of prison. And I say, good, you sick fuck you. I say it again, good. Are you sick? Fuck you. I had to fact check this one. Um, In Detroit, this woman looks like a cockeyed, cross-eyed sick fuck. 45-year-old Janice Smith was arrested. She was arrested this morning, cockeyed, cross-eyed. She's in Detroit for allegedly capturing numerous squirrels and attempting to. You can't do it. She wanted to train them to attack her former lover, she released a bunch of rodents on the, the, the former lover. Uh, the attack uh, didn't work so well. The guy was bit a few times. I think she wasn't feeding him. I don't know. They had rabies. The sick fuck has been arrested. And if you look her up, if you look up Janice Smith of Detroit, you are going to see a cockeyed sick fuck of the week. Moving on. Is Florida in the house? Oh, yeah. Is Florida in the house? Oh, yeah. Jennifer Broussard of Pasco County, Florida, was arrested and charged with domestic battery after beating her boyfriend with a frozen pork chop. She threw the frozen pork chop at her boyfriend, hit him above the eyebrow, gave him a half-inch laceration. Fortunately... The boyfriend is okay, and the sick fuck, the pork chop thrower, has been arrested. If you look her up, Jennifer Broussard, lo and behold, yes, she looks like, well, a sick fuck of the week. Um, about a week late on this one, a bunch of requests, a bunch of submissions from a bunch of you I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast fans. Florida, are you in the house? Pinellas County, Florida. An Oldsmar County man was arrested the other day. And if you look up this guy, he truly looks like a fat, bearded, pimple-faced, sick fuck. This guy looks absolutely nuts. His name is Christian Stewart Oscar Nichols. Maybe, maybe he was confused because he has four fucking names. Christian Stewart Oscar Nichols, 21 years old, a young, dumb, and full of cum, sick fuck, was arrested after detectives say he recorded himself on videotape performing what they call sexual acts on his Siberian husky. 
The investigation began after a person in another state contacted Animal Cruelty Services about a video and photograph on the internet with a man having sex with what? A Siberian Husky. Dog services notified the sheriff's office. One thing led to another. And this sick fuck, fortunately, fortunately has been arrested and hopefully will not see the light of day soon. And when he does get out, because you know you can't keep these sick fucks in there forever. Hopefully there's a rule that he can't be around any animals. He'll be like, well, what? you figure it out, sicko. Figure it out. I don't want you near my cat, near my dog. I don't want you around anything. Rabbits, squirrels, nothing. He filmed himself. I mean, this guy's a fat pig. He filmed himself having, having sex with a Siberian husky and then put it on the internet and other people watched it? Ah. Yo. See, that's slow pitch sick fuck of the week stuff. Okay? That is just slow pitch, straight up the middle, sick fuck of the week 101. Yo. This dude, Matthew Lynn Jansen in Minnesota. Yo, this is why we have the sick fuck of the week segment. This is this is uh this is not funny, uh, but it's it's darkly funny. Uh, the Minnesota man accused of killing his estranged wife, when arrested, said, "Well, at least I don't have to worry about getting a divorce now." He killed his estranged wife and then realized. Ah, Lisa, you, you know, let, me, let me let me tell you something. You're not getting a divorce. You're also never ever ever going to be around another woman again. Oh no, Matthew Jensen of Minnesota. You killed your wife. You're never going to touch another woman again. Most likely, most likely what's going to happen to you, mi amigo, is you're going to be the one getting touched and you're going to get remarried, okay, against your will. Yes, this time it's going to be against your will. You're going to be marrying a guy in prison. That's how it works out. And guys that marry other guys in prison sometimes wind up with Wonder Bread bags hanging out of their ass. Yes. It's crass. It's brutal. But it is reality. Finally, this has been all over the news today. Um, a woman who grew up in Alabama, her name is Hoda Muthana. Okay, I think that's an, an Arabic name or a Syrian name or an Iranian name. Okay, this sick fuck, um, uh, Hoda Muthana, who grew up in Alabama, fled to Syria in 2014 to join ISIS. The bitch went to join ISIS. She got wifed up, got impregnated, has a baby, and now she wants to come back to the United States. States. She's saying, I'm a United States citizen. There's nothing to be worried about. I know I was wrong. Well, that's the problem. She said, the only thing I did wrong, this is totally true, was join ISIS. I am not a threat. See, dumbass, you are a threat. You are a dumb fuck. And consequently, when you add threat with dumb fuck, and you add a little uh, a little ISIS on there, 
It equals sick fuck of the week. Threat plus dumb fuck plus ISIS always equals sick fuck of the week. You ain't coming back. Okay? We don't we don't care that you got a baby. Okay? You 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 the baby's daddy. The baby daddy was an ISIS dude. Okay, we don't know what to do with you. I'm sorry that you have a kid. You ain't coming back to Alabama. She's trying to go to Jersey or she was born in Hackensack. We're not fucking with you. Okay, I, I don't know what to tell you, boo. But you, you ain't coming back here. You joined ISIS and you're like, oh, shit ain't sweet. I want to come back with my big. Nah, 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 nah. See, you, you got to ride this puppy out. She's getting national attention. I'm, I'm letting you know right now. Yo, no. That's the answer. No means no. Okay? You was rocking with ISIS. Okay? Maybe we'll put you in like, I don't know where to put this woman. I just don't want her as my fucking neighbor. How do I know she's not a double agent, double engine? Like, she went to ISIS, got turned out, had a baby with one of the dudes, and then the dude's like, yo, say you're quitting me, come back and get on some some terrorist shit. Nah. Nah. We good, and you a sick fuck. All right. That's it. Okay, that's it. Um, you know, we're rocking Friday. Uh, brand new I Am Rap Pro Stereo Podcast. Friday, I'll actually be at the Laugh Factory on the Irish Night Show. I think it's the 8 o'clock show uh, doing comedy. And then Saturday, I'm going to be at the Comedy Store and the Improv. Uh, uh, this, this Saturday, the 22nd, 23rd. Remember I told you about Oxnard and Ontario on the March 14th and March 21st. Come fuck with me, man. Come out there, come see me. Uh, let me know you're in the audience. Meet up afterwards, take a selfie, whatever. Um, and what can I say? It's primetime premium podcasting. Sick fucks of the week in the house. Uh, my name is Shaman Rappaport, aka the Gringo Mandingo, aka the White Bobby Womack. Miles Jordan, take me out of here with something real nice, something real proper. But most importantly, you know what I need on the way out. I need something uh, uh, a real funky. I'm done.